Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Welcome all. We have a very, very... I'm going to take a good class. Grace, I'm going to need great notes. Dan, I'm going to need great notes. Of course, you're going to put them in our shared notes. Please let me know when I break up. It's because I'm on Wi-Fi call-in too. And whatever. We're going to cover today the technical side of the point zero one, the the game. And I'm going to I'm going to to kind of hold the integrity of this call so you can so you can benefit I'm not so there's no no upsell I'm not going to talk about the game so to speak but I'm going to talk about the game it'll be very relevant for you but I don't I don't really want to tell you all about the game on this call because this is more of what I have been doing to make sure that I can make all of this successful. And that's what this is mostly about. Yesterday, briefly, Jada, what did we talk about yesterday? Yesterday, we covered 
how you would market this and what we came, what you guys came up with was, Antonio said to convince parents and people without parents to learn finances so your children won't have to be a victim for the things the government will be taking away from them when they get older and to make sure your grandparents don't have to go into a home. Um, I think it was, I can't remember who it was and I apologize, but someone mentioned a financial budget, financial planning, um, leading by example or must be an example. And uh, Antonio said, one of those things is you can use a video podcast or vlog and show how easy it is to become the example for your children. Then um, Mr. Don, you was talking about finances in general, you know, investing, banking, entrepreneurship, um, the study, uh, Antonio broke it down in Antonio words. He said, the study of finance, keeping your money, but uh, by not paying too much in taxes, sheltering your money, putting your money into an income producing vehicle, and then using present life situations to market slash using emotions. Okay, good. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Now, to simply, thank you. So simplify that. I was just talking about when you market it, we appeal to where people already emotionally are and then put the board game over there, but you have to answer that question. You have to make content in that area. So it's not it's not just specifically, you know, market the benefits and market the features. It's your board game is about the trials of life. Okay. So you go find overcoming low self-esteem groups. You post good content in there, add value, you talk, strike conversations, and then you tie your game into what's already important to them, overcoming low self-esteem. That was yesterday. It was bigger picture. Now, y'all y'all know my teacher style typically is big picture, small picture, big picture, small picture. Today, we're going to do small picture. Which I need very good notes because... I plan on releasing these videos, as Phil said when I first brought this up, maybe four months ago. Crowdfund. Well, I took that seriously, and we are going to crowdfund, but for different reasons. But for different reasons. So we are going to do that. And when we release videos, I want these videos and notes to be available for that. That's what I want. Let's start off with a YouTube video real quick. I will send you the link. We're not going to watch the whole video. I got a bunch of videos for you. We're not going to watch the whole videos. It's a 30-something minutes, hour-something long. But we're not going to do that. Not just yet. But actually, hold on me. But, Adam, you need to put these notes in. I sent you in line app, but they need to go in our official notes. Because I've been watching those videos, and they're absolutely great videos. Did you hear me? Send it, to, send it to Deanna, I mean, Grace, if needed. Yes, sir. Whoever, I, I don't know. Both of y'all have got the official notes. There's a shared note. I need to wind up itself in there. Okay. So there's the first thing I put out there. For those just listening to audio, it's Kickstarter tips for board games. Kickstarter tips for board games. Let's listen in to his number five thing that he has to say. How do you demonstrate fun? Now, this is kind of like a, I would say, a mixed 
tip here. You know, you could obviously get away with like launching just a really cool freaking game, man. And like you have a really cool video and it looks incredible. The illustrations, um, the pieces, like it just looks great and people want to partake and they want to be a part of it. That's totally true. I'm more of the, the mindset, I guess, of doing as much as possible to give yourself as good of a chance of really succeeding well with crowdfunding. So I always recommend if you're doing stuff like play testing, if you're doing stuff like going to a live event, which I'm gonna get into next, um, why not take photos? Like why not take images and, and B-roll footage that you could use in your video? You can show people having fun. You can show people bonding together. Um, you can get people, you know, show other people having a good time playing your game. I think that's great marketing. Um, you don't necessarily need it. Obviously there are many successful tabletops that don't have that, but at the same time, you can also give people a sense of like, this does look like a really cool game. These are real people playing it. Those people look like me therefore I want to play this game. If I had to give you one big tip, one big tip here um, to, to, do, to consider, particularly if you're like an amateur out there, you've never created board. I'm, I'm gonna skip this one real quick because there's, there's another one I want to go to. And I have, I've looked at Kickstarter funding for board games and uh, though I have a really good idea, like it's not just an idea, we're a little bit further ahead than those people that have been working on for a while. If you raise hundreds of millions of dollars, millions of dollars and, and things like that. But I want to show you one more thing he said, and I thought I found it to be very helpful. And it's called Nail Down Your Logistics. Let's listen to it real quick. Nail Down Your Logistics, ASAP. ASAP, as soon as possible. And here's why. Uh, sometimes I will be talking with someone who is thinking of raising money for a board game, and it's a, it's a great idea, it's a killer idea. Maybe they've even done, like they created a prototype uh, at home, and they've done a little bit of play testing, but they haven't yet sought out a manufacturer. They haven't yet sought out someone to do the artwork. They haven't sought out a team, basically, that they were going to need to assemble to deliver this board game to the actual public. And there's, there's only so much I can do to help someone because until you actually have that nailed down, you have down the logistics, where you're going to get this thing manufactured, which partners you're going to have, if you're gonna have someone illustrate the game, how that's going to work, basically how you're gonna get this thing into the hands of other people, there's a limited amount that I and other people can do out there. You know, you're kind of just in the idea stage. It's still an idea in your head. Yeah, you've created a prototype, but at the same time, like it isn't there where other people can play this. You can show this to people. If you're going to a board game event, and they can, they can look at it and be like, wow, this is so beautifully done. You wanna get this to the next stage from the the idea stage to then having that prototype and also a sense of the the actual costs that are going to go into that game so nail down your logistics ASAP and it will also help to generate some questions for you about things like shipping international shipping etc you'll start to seek out the answers to those the third tip that I have for you I find that video fantastic he's got a bunch of tips in it I've put the videos out there for you I want you, should you find it valuable, please subscribe to his page. His name is Salvador Brigman. Put it back there. I think it's Brigman. I know it's Salvador. Brigman, yeah, I was right. Salvador Brigman is his name. As of this recording, he's got 40,000.8 subscribers. Maybe he can have 100,000 by tomorrow. Possible. Anything's possible. That found you value. Now, if you don't have, you know, uh, you don't have any desire for bring on board games and it may not be useful to you. But some marketing tips are the idea of focusing on your logistics. Now, 
that whole video was helpful. But I wanted to point out those the, the, the two, the, the idea of focusing on your logistics because, well, I'll bring it up second because that, that was actually more important for this setting. I'll bring it up second. And then find out how to demonstrate fun. So I picked out the two things that were most important in this setting. But he has other things that he said. He's got it, he's got it uh, chaptered out so you can look at it. But I don't want to tell you the chapters because then you're not going to watch the video. So you, you go watch the video and I'll, I'll let you, you know, go through those chapters yourself. The reason I picked Demonstrate Fun first, Jerome, is because of something that we suffer with in this community. I'm talking about the collective. And that, it's not to demonstrate fun. I mean, Phil and Susan do that in their sleep. They can just, they can just do it for no reason at all. But it's the demonstration part. If I ask you to demonstrate your company, half of you are going to say, well, I have a service. And that has no bearing on if you can demonstrate how easy it is for your company to be successful. Have I, have I said something? Remember, the number one, rule of econ, number one rule of economics is I have to want what Otis is selling more than I want my money. There's no other way around it. It's never going to change. If whatever Otis is selling, I am not convinced that it is more than my, that it costs more than my money, worth more than my money, gives me more value than the money in my pocket. I'm never going to buy from Otis. It's just it's what it is. That's the, you have to make my money look like chump change now. You, you almost have to make me feel internally stupid for even holding this money. I need to, I need to spiritualize Jerome. Like your product needs to be so neat, so so key and lock for me that I'm using God as an excuse to give you my money. Ooh, Jerome, I've been waiting on you. Ooh, use an answer to prayer. You know, stuff like that, right? I need to do stuff like that. <laughs> stuff like that, because that's that's when this this sales transaction is easy. How do you demonstrate fun? I, I like that he said, you know, go out. If you can, if you can print a, a, a little section of your, I mean, you know, print one board and have people, have people have fun playing a game because what's going to happen is Law's going to say, well, that person looks like me. And, and here's the deal: that doesn't necessarily mean black. It means how many of you are just confused about money? Like, don't fool me now. Let me let me get some. I got got, got Grace. She ain't the only one. You know, I know you know how to count it. I didn't ask you if you know how to count it. I know you know how to count it. Okay, that's all day. Confused okay. about making a lot of it. That should be okay. There you go. There you go. All right. My first question was too simple to offended people. Confused about making a lot of it. Because they, well, remember, they put a lot of rules or extra rules on money that really don't exist. Money follows rules, but we, we, we make it very hard as I explained yesterday, for you to get to where we are because then I got to do more work and I don't want to do that. I've, I've gotten here now. I'm going to protect it with laws and stuff. Okay, good. So the idea of showing people how to have fun with your board game, your product, is knowing that while Law is a black man with locks in New York, pretty stereotypical there, right? A black man with locks in New York from from Brooklyn. 
from Brooklyn. I mean, you can't get more stereotypical black than that. Right? He's a black man with locks from Brooklyn. When he sees someone playing a board game, he, he's not going to see black. He's going to see, ooh, ooh, that person gets money like me. Did you see what I just did? Ooh, that person was smiling like I like to smile. This is what people are going to see also. I'm going to see this also. Representation absolutely matters. But you want the person, you want to show when demonstrating fun, you want to show the little kid. The law can go, hmm, that looks like my nephew. See it? And then now that looks like my nephew becomes, let me listen to more of what is going on here. And then you have people like Adonia, Antonio, Melissa, that just be like, like I'm not even going to play the game, but I'm going to buy two of them for anybody you want to give them to. And just Here's some money, just donate, do a contest, because I really like what you're doing. That's what's going to happen. You know, that's what's going to happen. So anyway, I just wanted to focus on that fun. Let's flip this a little bit, because as a, in this space, we do group economics, and I teach you how to get to top 1%. So let's flip this now. Let's take one or two what you call it, washboard, no, not washboard. I'm throwing it back to you. I don't like washboard, there's something like a, anyway, soundboard, there you go. All these words up here, soundboard. Let's take one or two soundboarding examples. Grace, let's start with you. You're starting a new company. Didn't even want to be a CEO, now she back up in it. Huh. Grace, in, in in ten words, tell them about your company. I, I ain't worried about like the fancy words. Just tell them what you're doing. I help get you great reviews, bury the negative ones, so you can get more clients and more money. Okay, he's a get you more reviews company. Everybody follow that. I don't know why how difficult this question is, Grace. Even though, I mean, objection, Yanni, yes, leading the witness. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I, I, I led the witness. I, I led the witness. <laughs> Grace, how do we show fun in your company? How do we demonstrate fun? Hmm. Well, to demonstrate fun, I can show you a flyer that I have made for you with a QR code and hold it up. Say, hey, get your QR reader out and click and, and scan that for me. And it'll that's, take you. That's fair. Okay. To your business. Hey, no, that's fair. That's fair because that's that's easy, that's easy to use. So that's mm -hmm. fair. That's easy. That's, you're right. That's fair. That's fair. Let me let me let me jump in there and give you one specific to Grace. Okay. Grace, before I give this answer away, tell us how technical are you? And, I... and, and not yeah, not in the e myth e myth because if that's the case, you're 100 percent technical. Not in no. that. No, no, no. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, okay, in the email thing, I'm very, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> you're in the technical field, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, as far as the other technical, the real technical, um, I am, if uh, Dr. Sugar calls herself the, the golden sneaker, silver sneaker, I am the bronze sneaker, okay, <laughs> when it comes to okay. technology. So you're not old enough to be a baby boomer, but... That generation X. Yeah, y'all a strange generation. I tell you, y'all are a strange generation. Uh, y'all, y'all want to act like us when you want to. 
That's you know, it. And they want to act like millennials, Jerome, when they want to. But they act like you. Yes. Get on our nerves anyway. Listen, anyway. listen, that's, okay. that's me and Adrian, okay? That's me and Adrian, okay? Grace, <laughs> if I was going to sell you into network marketing, this is a great example. This mm-hmm. is the network marketing is a great example. All of you heard the pitches, but all of you are like, I ain't never doing another network marketing company again. So this is a great example because you have this emotional wall against it. Perfect, perfect. Grace, if I was going to say you in the network marketing, I just need to be honest with you. What I need to show you. If you was going to say yes, what I need to show you. That I can absolutely. That I can absolutely either A, get customers and sell this product to get the money that I want. B, uh, the other side, if for to bring people on if they would like to, I can get money in that. Or C, both. Fair enough. Same question, perfect answers, but I want to, you know, I'm not, re- you're not repeating because you did wrong. Mm-hmm. I got to catch everybody else up. One to two words. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say yes, what did I show you? Guaranteed money. Okay, thank you so much, Grace. Now let's go back to, because I was looking for the money word because I know it motivates Grace. Grace, you are motivated by? Money. Money. If I say, oh my God, Grace. We're gonna change the world. It's gonna be. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna like save dolphins and and you know we're gonna do <laughs> stuff like that. You know, do you do you? I mean, that's cool. Deanna wants to save dolphins. Yes, because she's a, she's a she's an empath. Yes, you know, she wants to save dolphins. Yes, but for you, Grace, you only want one thing. Yes, money. Money. And why do you want money, Grace? Uh, so I don't have to worry about nothing. My family don't have to worry about nothing. My church don't have to worry about nothing. If it, if it, if it was just me, if it was just me and you in the room, if it was just me and you. So you when so when Monica says, "Hey, let's go to Rome." Hey, what time the plane? Okay, there you go, Grace. <laughs> Thank you so much. So y'all can do what the hell I want to do is what yeah. Grace now says. All right, so it was just me and her in the room. Now let's take this back to your company, Grace. How do we show fun for Grace Company? Let me give you the answer now. That's where I can show fun is after you use my company, have a, two or three people on, on camera counting all the money they done made with me. Cash. Yes. Is that remember I have to demonstrate fun? Yes. What your company is so boring, hey, everybody. I just want to I just want to lecture you for an hour on yeah. getting reviews. That's so boring. You might Maybe as well yes. be right. Uh yeah. Uh, Pat David, you know what I'm saying? Like you uh-huh. might as well be in, in, in insurance, you right. know. So he had to do value payment to make it interesting. There's nothing fun about getting reviews, Adrian. Not the guy that. with the dry eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clear eyes, right? It's, you know what I'm saying? So like that. But Grace, QR code shifting, like you do. Hey, get this QR code in the next scene. Look at all the money I made. You're now demonstrating fun for someone with your personality. Mm-hmm. You get it. Yes. Right. I just wanted to use that one example. I was going to take two, but I took I took a while with that because I want I want people to understand. There's a bunch of ways to demonstrate fun. It's it's what as a collective we don't do well in this community, but showing people how easy your service or product is. We have to demonstrate that. We have to demonstrate that. 
I do it naturally because I'm a natural born teacher. I could be telling you something and just coach you right on the spot. Change your life right on the spot. Everybody see. And then get right back to my, my, my point that I was making in my keynote. And everybody like, man, he did that easily. Yeah. So then at the end, I can say, if you would like to connect with me, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Easy. I do it because it's natural for me. But it's not natural for everybody. The second reason that I brought this video, this particular video up, is because he was talking about focus on logistics. Who's, in this case, he brought a few things. Who's manufacturing? You'll write this down. So who's manufacturing your product? Who's going to sell said? Well, I'll just add some more to it. Who's going to manufacture your product? Who's going to do the illustration for your product, the artwork? That's important. You can't have a can't have a board game look like clip art. Y'all remember the Microsoft one with the clip? With oh the my paper goodness! Clip. <laughs> uh, paper clip with the sticky note on the back, asking if you need any tips. No, nah, you know, or your board game looks like the what we talked about yesterday. The the bill. I am a bill. That you know that <laughs> we're probably going to need something that is. Go ahead and necessarily be state of the art, but it needs to be artsy. Your board game needs to look like whatever you're charging. Actually, needs to look more than what you're charging. Who, who's going to be your investment partner? Should you need them, or should you desire them, or any uh, any other type of partner? So that's the logistics. Because you can have an idea, Jerome, and that idea could be real sexy, super sexy. But if you don't have the logistics done, logistics just means the 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 way something will travel. That's that's the Antonio Smith definition of what logistics means. The way something will travel. The Army has a whole logistics department. It's called S4. I believe Jerome worked in it. Did you work in an S4 shop, Jerome? No? What, what, what was you? You was an engineer? S1. Oh, oh you was a person Personnel. Okay. Yeah, personnel and finance. Look at you. I was the man. Do you hear me? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You, you, and, and Gary said you went to me for your security clearance. I was absolutely you went to me for your security clearance. Absolutely. But That's Jerome uh-huh. controls your money. He controls the paycheck. So between Jerome and the cook, you want to treat them both nicely. Hello. <laughs> you know, that's your money or your food feels. So don't mess with either one of those. <laughs> you know, what am I messing with though? I'm put up another video. This is tips. This video is a little longer. And I, I've been I've been enjoying myself watching these videos, but, but they serve my purpose too, right? I've been enjoying myself watching these videos. I'm going to let me queue it up in the spot I want to. This video is called What Does It Take to Publish a Board Game? It is total 57 minutes by someone who is who is super sharp super sharp but there's a particular section i want to go to and that is how do you sell it that's important right how do we sell it here so let's go here do you sell it at gen con are you just at your booth are you out there promoting got caught by paying ads for the amazing new iPhone 14. All right, well, they get to get two. They get to get credit for two commercials. 
Go ahead, John. Oh, like what's every, it looked honestly what's it looked like every every publisher had had like their own kind of twist on the way they were gonna sell it. Okay. Some had stand up tables, they had like quick games. Um, this one, myself and Jamie were sitting down with Fluttering Souls and they'd also released fairy seasons and we were kind of trying to get people to come through and Kim was like, hey, you want to come play a quick game? Like, out there being a salesperson, trying to draw yeah. people in. Um, but it, it's good because it was... I can teach a round of this in less than a minute. Yeah. You can play around in three, the full game takes 20. So you're able to get a feel of the game quite quickly before a reset. So it was... I think it was quite... It's quite a suited to a, a convention. Yeah. It really was. But then, obviously, at the beginning of... Jane Gunn, sorry, I keep going back to that. The beginning of it... You rock up a couple of hours early and you're running around like you had this chunk buying the stuff. All right, so this is the how to sell. Now I got a special ex special exercise for us right here. I actually thought about it all night. I thought about it all night what we were gonna do. So special exercise in this section, but let me let me set it up. Let me let me set it up. I'm gonna show this video again. But this time I want y'all to look at the artwork scrolling by. Because it's it's you know, his games and stuff like that. Here we go. Look at this, pay attention to the artwork. How, How do you sell it at Gen Con? Are you just at your booth? Are you out there promoting to people? Like what's, every, it looked, honestly, it looked process? like every, every publisher had, had like their own kind of twist on the way they were going to sell it. Okay. Some had stand-up tables, stand tables, and like quick. All right, so Fluttering Souls is one of them. That's, that's his name, Fluttering Souls. Pretty good graphic, that's the actual board. He's selling right now, I forget the lower third and the thing scrolling by. That's irrelevant. Well, it is very relevant for this YouTube video, but it's irrelevant for my conversation. My conversation says that board, that artwork says, ooh, ooh, that might be worth buying. He's selling in the imagery in itself. Quick games. Watch the next um, one. This, one, this one, myself and Jamie okay. were sitting down with Fluttering Souls, and they'd also released Fairy Seasons. And... We're kind of trying to get people to come. This is obviously my first one as I am a nerd. Nerds of the West. And that looks good. That's the, that's the font. That's the logo. That's everything, right? So I want you to see that obviously selling is important because there is... Let's back up a little bit. Melissa, in the history of mankind, history mankind, the Earth, well, I'll use like science. The Earth is 13.5 billion years old. Got a million years of humanity, if that. And ever since we were in caves, the only way any human being on planet Earth was ever able to eat, experience any abundance, was to sell. I do apologize to you for such a naked reality, but that is the truth. Well, they didn't have banks back then. You had to go, Phil had to go sell himself as a warrior not die, come back with food, with, with a hunt and a kill and a prey. Matter what it was, you cannot make a single dime on this planet. You can't buy anything. 
You can't eat anything unless someone has sold. Very important. Please listen to me. This is not just some hollow or empty words. You say, well, I mean, I don't have to do that. My daddy take care of me. Your daddy out there selling. Selling his time for service, his time for money, selling, generating money, whatever that may be. Again, I say, unless you are at the Delaware Mint printing money for the Federal Reserve, well, you won't be printing for the Federal Reserve. If you print it for the Federal Reserve, please contact me after this call. Me, Phil, and Susan Sorrentino would love to have a personal relationship with you. Well, we would love that very much. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> well, if, if you take my def this is my personal definition of selling is communicating make common in a way your style to produce create something a mutually agreed upon response that's best for all parties so unless you're a hermit and you're self-sufficient to the nth degree you've got to communicate in a way to produce a mutually agreed upon response that's best for all parties like that that is always great when you said it, but this time you said it better than I've ever heard you say it. You broke that down. That is keynote worthy, writer book worthy. It really is. That that is that is, that is just just the communication. Find something in common. You can talk sixteen weeks about that alone. I, I could think of sixteen modules off the top of my head. Finding something in common. The way you make money, eat, take a shower, do whatever. You can't brush your teeth if somebody has not sold something. Do we receive this? That's not my point. That's the setup for my point. Here's my point. The only way I have something sold, serve people. There's no other way. Selling and serving go hand in hand. But the serving must come first. And you say, well, I don't understand how we make money. That's because you don't understand that simple reality of money. That I want you to think about all the clothes on your back right now. Because right now, you would be a bit inappropriate if you were on camera without those clothes. And you had, for each garment, to sell something, somebody sold something for you to have those garments upon you right now. You would be disrobed. I act like I'm in the 15th century. You know, why are you disrobed? Right? You would be disrobed without selling. So I want to do, I want to pause right quick and I want to do a long, I don't know, but I want to do a very in detailed, in depth. There we go. That's the right phrase. In-depth exercise on how to sell point zero one. Notice that I called the game point zero one. And again, this is like the third class this week. And I still we still ain't told y'all details about the yeah. If you've been following us for a little bit, you know it's a few details. But the details about the game are irrelevant right now, Jerome. What's relevant is for me to get out of what my ego may want to do and then walk your service first. See, if I do that, 
by the time the board game is on for sale, you're gonna be like, I gotta buy one of those. And I'd be like, you can get it for free. Not, nope, nope, got to buy it because you just gave me too much. Yeah, see it? Anyway, it's all right. I'm gonna start off with the hard question. This is gonna be the hardest question, or one of the hardest questions. And we know this should be simple. The problem is, this is y'all age group, and most of my crowd is older. You spend most of your time on Facebook. It's on the world you know. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Keep it up. Facebook ain't going to fail. It's too big to fail. But the problem is, everybody on Facebook. So while it's the perfect place to be because everybody's on there, that's also the problem, Phil, at the same time. Everybody's on there. How do we separate them? For your product. That's the hard part. So here's the hard question. Where do we find customers for point zero one on Facebook? That's such a difficult question. And let me help you for a moment posting your ad. Posting your post of putting an ad out there and posting your product saying, look what I got now, is the worst way to sell <laughs> your product. It's just the worst way. Even if you say, well, ads are good until you let you, you write. That, that ad would be great for Facebook's economy. But if you haven't put your ad in front of your audience, that you know is going to buy from you. It's a terrible ad. It's a great ad in optics. Terrible to your bank account. Making sense? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying my best to make some good sense. So this is our. This is our number one or number tied for number one. It's like Princeton, Harvard, Yale. They're all number one. This is. This is demonstrate for fun. How what was the other word? Demonstration fund, logistics, and how to sell. Like I, I, I picked out Princeton, Harvard, and Yale in this community. Where are we going? And the hard question up front is, Grace. We're going to use Grace, and we're going to use Melissa now. Use Grace, use Melissa. Where do you go, Grace, to get people the reviews? Where do you go, Melissa, to get people? In fact, we're gonna we're gonna channel Melissa because she already got customers for her publishing company. But now we're gonna go, we're gonna go get. Let's raise her customers by fifteen percent in the next three days. So she needs fifteen percent new customers in seventy-two hours. Now she got to think. Because she would have been like, oh, I can just go. And now she got to think a little bit. Did you store 24 hours. with the affiliate program? All right. That's, that's, this is good. So say it again. Did you store 24 with the affiliate program and have their affiliates sell my product? Right. So we got a digital store, digi store with an affiliate program. Now, Antonio is going to be a little irritating to say, where do we find the people who want to be affiliates? And then she has a good answer here. Where do we find those people? 
they already have the affiliates. They just have to sign up. And since they're getting paid for selling your book without doing anything, basically other than posting, they already have over 100 people that you can tap into. Okay, fair enough. That is a fair answer. That's a factual answer. Let's... That you gave me not four weeks ago. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. All facts. But somebody like Jerome was going, yeah, but that's that's having a conversation when I'm already having a conversation. How the heck do I even start the conversation off? <laughs> you know. So how, how do we get to the room and then somebody else is way behind Jerome and like, I don't even know where the room at. <laughs> and then somebody else is going, I ain't even I don't even have nothing to sell. <laughs> so we got we got these little elements back here. So she's right. She was already in the conversation and go kill it. Bam. So we're gonna go to and I let her talk. We're gonna we're gonna go backwards. Write this down for me, Deanna. We're gonna go to how do I start the conversation? And then we're gonna go to how do I even qualify to start the conversation? And then we're gonna go to how do I even get started? All right, we're gonna do all those. Okay, go ahead, Melissa. Okay, so to get to, do we qualify for the conversation? Do we have a product to sell? That's a service, that's a digital right. product, that's a whatever you're doing, that's a business. So now you know if you qualify. Then you get no into doubt. the room. No doubt. Now you get into the room. You, with Digistore, it's easy to get in the room. You just fill out the form and it's there. You figure out okay, 20% of sales is going to go to your affiliate. So what do you want to do, but raise your prices 20%? All of you, your solution should be raise your prices to be somewhere in there. I would just tell you, raise your prices once a year just to counteract inflation. I would, I would do that just on general principle, on general principle. I posted a anyway, let me let me get off the inflation just for a moment. Let me get off the inflation so, for a moment. That was gonna that was gonna send me down one of my rants. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. I think I saw you on mute. Yeah, and then when you raise your prices, you say to your current clients, you should hire me now because I'm gonna get more expensive faster than I'm gonna get better. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, that's Depending right. on what my product um, is, you will always see this price is the limited time. I am always going to get it. No, yeah, definitely. You're absolutely right. You should always be limited. You should always be raising your prices because you got to counteract inflation. And attrition, you should counteract attrition with your own. You, don't have, you shouldn't raise your prices because of attrition. But you should raise your prices due to inflation and any economic hurts. Attrition should just be in your formula. You should raise your sales quota for attrition. You shouldn't raise your prices for attrition. Go ahead, Phil. I was working with a lawyer, and he says, God, I'm really busy. I said, really? I said, yes. He said, I'm really, really busy. I said, great, raise your prices. He said, what? Huh. I said, raise your prices. He says, Phil. I can't get people to pay me what I'm charging now. I say, you've switched issues on me. <laughs> the issue, do you remember <laughs> that you're busy? Or do you want an issue with the issue that they're not paying, you can't get them to pay what you're charging now? Those are two completely separate issues. Which one do you want to work on? 
<laughs> really are two separate issues. They're not even in the same geographical location at all. If people are not paying you, they just not paying you. You got a whole different. You have a it's like five different issues there. Maybe your product sucks. Maybe your audience sucks. Maybe you suck. Maybe your system sucks. Maybe your follow up sucks. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff going on there that that needs to be fixed. Or you just kind of what I wanted to say earlier when when Melissa said find a product. Maybe you built something you love, but your customers don't. That's typically the number one mistake I find everybody making. On, on average, I find you all making, you built your company because you had an inspired idea. I would tell you, don't build that company. Build that company. Secondly, build it, look at your audience, pull your audience and build that company that your audience is complaining about, that product your audience is complaining about, or whatever. And then make money and then have create that income producing asset and then go build what you're inspired about. Well, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg didn't do that, Antonio, but his parents sent him to Harvard. How many of you got parents right now can afford to send you to Harvard? Okay. So Mark Zuckerberg was able not to do that because he had parents who was his income producing asset. He came from a family when they got married, the parents had the ability to give $75,000 to the wedding. Y'all out there like that? Since that's not your testimony, how about we secure ourselves with creating income producing assets before we go follow our dreams? No, no, no. I know that's antithetical to what you are, what you know and what you are taught. And I know I'm supposed to stand on stage, Jerome, and say, follow your dreams. Go do that. But if you come from a marginalized community, if you come from, if you come from a family like mine, everybody gonna die without insurance. Who know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they all gonna die without insurance. If you come from that family, then you should probably create an income-producing asset first and then go follow your dreams. You would save yourself a lot of heartache and pain. You really would. You, you, you really would. So in point zero one, where do we go? Let's, let's take it out of point zero one. What about y'all? Where do you go with your product on Facebook since we're dealing with Facebook right now? Where do you go? Yeah, I, I, obviously, I say we go to Facebook groups, Antonio, for which ones. And then when you get there, what are you doing with it? Because you can't just post Antoine. They're going to kick you out the group. You're going to be immediately labeled as some spammer. What are you going to do? Which groups do you go to? How do you separate Facebook's 2 billion users into the 100 you wish that would buy from you? And that is not easy. The same reason Facebook is so successful it has two billion users is the same reason two billion daily users, excuse me, is the same reason Facebook is a hindrance for you. Two billion daily people. Right, everybody, write this down. You must market past the noise of your industry. 
You must market past the noise of your industry. And trust me, if you do anything where you open up your mouth and communicate, you are a professional speaker. And there's a lot of noise in that industry. Everybody that stubbed their toe is now a motivational speaker. Yeah. We got 19-year-old life coaches, Jerome. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of noise. That's an oxymoron. Actually, 19-year-old life coach. 19-year-old life coach. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of noise in the industry. you got to market past that noise. And I'm not saying like it's noise because people don't know what they're talking about. I'm saying it's so many different symphonies playing at one time that it's just noise. And all your customer hear is noise. And then now you have to be the sweet music that your customer hears. And that costs a lot of money. Your big sister asked you a question in the chat. So how do we do that? That's that's the I said, I said. We're going to spend a long exercise. <laughs> I thought about this all night. How could I, how could I do what I did yesterday, but more in a narrow, narrow, narrow aspect. And this, now what I'm going to do is I want to bring up 0.01, but I, what I want you to do, 0.01 stands for top 1%. I could have called it that, Jerome, but that don't make no sense. I wanted to call it 0.01 because kids will say that. And let's just think about it. Let, think, let, I'm, I'm going to show you that, that video. Oh, I think I took it away. No, no. Okay, here, here we go. What? Like, look at this Nerds of the West logo here. Like, look at this just for a moment. I'm sorry. I mean, right there. I hope, hopefully that, that goes away. But let's look at this real quick. That's great font, great shadows. That's very well done. I can see it on anything, t-shirts, coffee cups. That's very, very well done. It really is. Very well done. Grace, hold on, let me, let me hold on. Let me see my, we're gonna see if we can find this. Nerds, hide this. There we go. Nerds of the West. Let's see if we can find this. DuckDuckGo is very good with security. I find out though, Grace. Uh, the uh, search just because you're using Google Chrome don't mean you're using Google, Google search, right? It, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You don't. You're search. not. Yeah, mm -hmm. Google is. Google you have, is clearly God, right? You got to go in Doug, Doug Google and type. I mean, in Doug, Doug go and type in Google.com. <laughs> yeah, for real, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just told me to do too. Nerds of the West, y'all see this. I want you to, and when everybody use your mind's eye, put top 1%. Don't look as good as that, huh? Nope, put 0.10. Don't look as good as that. Yeah. 0.01 would look 0 .01, absolutely yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely great. Top 1%. So you either do we do the percent sign or do we put percent, which is a long word. The point is, right, this, that's why we picked that there, okay? Now let's get to Adonia's question. 
I'm sorry. I need you while I'm talking about point zero one to think about your product. Mostly. I want to say my product, but I need you to think about yours. I need you to see your product through my lens. Is that okay? Like see you through the lens of me. It's you can either go. You can either jump off a two-story building, break your break your ankles, your legs, and your hips, or you can watch me be brave, watch me break my ankles, my legs, and my hips, and then learn from that. Up to you. <laughs> so to you, your learning style. <laughs> yeah. So to you, how you will learn. But let's we're gonna take watch me and then put your 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 company through there. And let's deal with Facebook for right now. We're gonna deal with Facebook. We're on the big world of Facebook. We're gonna act like for right now. No, we we're gonna say my page exists. But right now, we're not going to use the page, Grace. We're not going to use the page. How do I start sorting audiences? That becomes the real deal. The first thing, step one, because Adonia likes that step one kind of talk. The same thing you would do in any sales position, you're going to create qualified leads. This is going to look a lot different. What I'm trying to do here is, let me give you the punchline. I'm trying to tell anyone that don't use age, anyone with sales experience, that the same belly to belly that you know and you do well can apply to this internet world. It just, it's the same thing. Its method has changed though. Because I'm getting ready to say, so how do we qualify leads in Facebook? That's what I'm getting ready to say. Have I confused anyone? And it's okay. We're going to be here. I might have to answer a call because I'm expected. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat what you just said? You said the same belly to belly. What would you say after that? Yeah, the same thing that Phil knows already, that Jerome knows. They got a whole, I forget what it's, it's called, Amy or something. I forget what it's interested. The developed interest and in, stuff. In, I, forget, I forget the acronym for it, but it's like something like that. That same thing that you already know, it applies online. It just, it just has a different method attached to it. But it's the same concept. You have to create. It's a different vehicle. That's right. Different vehicle. Absolutely. Go ahead, Phil. Same process, it's just a different vehicle. You know, before right. I would go out and network, I'd go to Chamber of Commerce meetings, you know, I got gigs, people sitting next to me at the airplane. I got gigs standing in line at the grocery store. Well, now, because of COVID and all this other stuff, you don't go out that much. So now the vehicle is different, but it's still the same process. It's still the same formula. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Let's take that same energy. It feels absolutely right. So in order to create qualified leads, Adonis, there's only two ways, really. 
I can't. Maybe I can think of another one, but we'll see. The first way to create qualified leads is to buy them. Uh, that's some legitimate industry. How do you do that online? You pay for Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, TikTok ads. That's what you're doing. That, that's what you're doing. You're buying leads. It's exactly what you're doing. The vehicle is just different. If you if you know somebody got a list and they, if you're selling private jets and there is 10,000 people on that list that play board games on the private jet, well, or you find out the, the, the private jet industry buys 10 million board games a year, all right, you're going to buy that list. <laughs> Just it is. That's a crazy example, but it, it fit, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fit. It totally fit. It fit. So one way to create qualified leads is you just buy them. So you go and you buy the ads. But on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, you're going to have to learn how to do targeted ads. That means, write this down, you're going to use Google Trends. Um, let me just stick with Google Trends because it's free. There's another one that you can kind of steal your competitor's traffic. Hold on. It's going to block me. Stealing your competitor's traffic. It's, it's like simple. Share screen with y'all. Simple something, something, simple brief. This cost though, this. It's a similar as one. Domain authority. Oh, no, no. This, this is the one I'm looking for. All right, whatever. So we're just going to stick with Google Trends. You're going to use Google Trends or you're going to use another one. When you get into the ads, you're going to do the ad section. You're going to qualify people not just by demographics but they have a psychographic session it's called section it's called interest and then you can put the books they've read movies they've watched you, you want to kind of <clears throat> use that to hone in your audience <clears throat> now outside of buying ads let's get more sexy with this well this is still Creating qualified leads, Grace. We're still in one. And, two, and okay, I see you. Okay, good, good, good. So Donya goes, well, I ain't thinking about no ads right now. Well, I understand. What did what would Antoine do? What would Law been in sales his whole life? <clears throat> He's trying to get out of it right now. So what does Law do when he goes into the office? He goes, all right, let me sift and sort the people that I believe are going to be the easiest commission today. Amen. Okay, all right, then. <laughs> Sift and sort the easiest people that are going to be the commission today. What does that, write that down, Grace. <clears throat> I want to sift and sort the people that are going to be the easiest commission today. Now, 
How do we do that? Online. Well, we got to do the same thing. We got to sift and sort people. And now we got to borrow from Phil and get them next to us on the plane. Get them next to us in the coffee shop. Get them next to us in the office depot line. Invite them to church. Invite them to the mosque. I'm not really doing that. All these are metaphors. How do you get people next to you on Facebook? Someone please answer that question. And it is the simple answer you're thinking of. Don't overthink it. Pull your orders? That's how you sift and sort. Remember Phil said, Phil said, yeah, I mean, I... I, I got clients just sitting next to the plane. How do we get them next to us? You for add them. Minutes? You add them. It's that simple. <laughs> hey, Secrets to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. <laughs> hey, what? Now, take it to the level. I said it, I said it, I said it over thinking. Now that they're at it, how do I get them on the three-hour flight with me? How do I get them in a five-minute coffee conversation? You do the three, three, and three technique. True. 100% correct. Ding, ding, ding. Judges gave you bonus points, but I don't want to make it that complex. <clears throat> that, no, very, very good answer. You're right. It's it's the same thing. You you do the same thing that podcasts do with TikTok. You see a TikTok of Andrew Tate, and then you're like, "Wait, let me see what he's talking." And then you you uh, play his eight minute or ten minute. It's the same thing you have with Charlemagne the God. You see a TikTok, and you're like, "Let me see his podcast." Yep, that's that's what that's called technically, not technically. What that's called industry speak is use short form content. To push people to long form content is what Ibrahim just explained very well. He explained it very well. You take okay. a little TikTok and then you push them to a podcast. You know, you get what I'm saying? Okay. You, you take you an eight minutes, an eight second clip, and then boom. Yeah. Before you keep going, I know you said it's simple. You say you just add them. What do you mean? Like, I see you on my Facebook right, page. Oh. oh, okay. That's, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Add them as a friend. Hold on, because I'm going to push it further. There's something else. I'll give you a hint. Conversations create clients. We're, we're missing something very important. How do I get people? Well, let's think go, about it. Go live with something of value 
but that's, so you can that's, sift and sort. That's sifting and sorting. That's sifting and sorting. That's not that's start good. A that's, start a conversation is closer. That's sifting and sorting. I'm gonna y'all gonna get an answer. I'm not gonna give an answer. It's the one thing you're not doing. You date them. How do we strike a com- Okay, you're right. You you got all your answers are on fire today. You give it. What you're doing is you're giving the real answer, but Jerome was like, "Huh? Like I need you to come back just a little bit. I need I, I need to build a block. <laughs> add, add value. You're right." Yeah, when Yana said date, get their attention. Okay, okay, okay. Attention would have been a great answer, but comment. I was looking for comment. That's the coffee shop. That's the hey. You like that kind of coffee too? Ain't that a comment Phil would do? You're standing in line and you're speaking to someone. Is that not a comment in real life? How do you do that on social media? You comment. I feel like give you a hint. Strike conversation, create clients. Now there's something I'm really looking for. It's it's the it's the it's the three hour flight. Sometimes it could be thirty day flight. It's it has something to do with the written word on social media. I know, I know y'all suck at this because y'all want privacy so much. You want to be left alone. You send them a message like you. Ding, ding, ding. The sense I was looking for, you take them off the social media wall and you put them in your inbox. There's your flight. Now, come on. No, no, no. No, no, no. See, now we on a cruise ship together. Who has sold money online this year? Who has? Like Jenny, honestly, who who has who has? Uh, this is the eleventh month of the year. Who has? I I know you're making money. Don't get it twisted. I I don't mean to insinuate you're not making money because you haven't dehydrated to death. Clearly, you're making money. <laughs> you're clearly making money, but. Who has made money online this year from social media, online, email, anything? Anybody made money online? It's 99% of my income. Okay. Ibrahim. Percent, yeah. Okay. Where, what percentage, and I'll give you options. Right there, they went straight from your video, straight to your sales funnel or your, your sales link. Went to your video. That's, that's option A. Put, put it down. Option A is vid, uh, content to straight to sales. Content to conversation. Straight to sales. Okay, Deanna. Or content to one-on-one conversation multiple times and then straight to sales or other. Which one has been the bulk of your sales? He put in the chat conversation to content to close. So basically, I start with my cold open because what I'm doing is something that you urgently need. And if you don't urgently right. need it, then I don't have to create a need for it. 
Um, so it, it's like a thousand cold messages and then like two or three people go and check out the content to which the link I send them. And then after that, some of them come and they're like, all right, we, we want to do this. And then it's all about just delivering so much value to that person that they just bring referrals. So this year I closed three clients who brought in three clients each. And in 2020, uh, you, you were the only yeah. client who brought in like a whole bunch of different clients. Um, and then uh, the next year, uh, 2021, I focused on just uh, having the same kind of energy that I had with you with other clients. And then they also started bringing in clients. But ultimately, the process has been the same. Everyone who comes to me, we have a conversation, I send a link to my content and then they're like, all right, this is the kind of writing I want. And then they come back and we close. And, and he has no choice but to be successful because he is doing what I've been trying to lead y'all to. So Adelia, specifically to you, he's in one-on-one -on -one conversations. He's in inbox. The inbox just changed to email. It went to email inbox. WhatsApp inbox. Are, are y'all catching this? Yeah, also he Antonio. Um, mm -hmm. I, what I, I did with Renee was we built the same kind of content base that I have. Now, I don't know what her success rate is, who she's approaching or whatnot, but all she has to do is just have enough conversations that drive eyeballs to the content that she has, because she has a very rich portfolio, a much stronger portfolio than I had when I started. But then again, the conversation part, she has to do it. Nobody can do the conversation yep. part on your behalf. Nobody can do it. I let's that makes sense. I was complicating it. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all are using social media incorrectly. You you forgot. It's called social media. You're being anti-social on social media. <laughs> You're like I'm on social media, but y'all talk to me only in my videos, huh? <laughs> Do you think the humor consultant built a prestigious 41 year old, 41 year, I'm 41 year old, 41 year career saying, hey, if we're not on stage, don't, 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 don't talk to us. Just only on stage. So that's basically what your live videos are. Only on stage. <laughs> if we're not on stage, no more conversations. I no. You must take them to the conversation. That's the airplane ride. You, we on this flight for 24 hours. Might as well get to know each other. That's that in Gary Vee's Gary Vee's got like a, a few million uh, followers and he's like, text me on this number. You've got 30,000 or so followers and you're like, text me on this number. And then people who have nothing but an empty text uh, inbox are like, no, 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 no. I'm too busy. You just got to comment on my public stuff. Exactly. But, no, as, as funny as this is, hopefully you see I'm taking all the stuff Adonia does every day in that office. She's on the way to the office. Adonia is a master at sales. Somebody like me hasn't taught her, though, that the things she do in her office is completely applicable and transferable to the Internet.
it is 100% transferable. It, it, it is the same concept. Ibrahim has this high, so if you look at his success rate, it's like, ah, man, that's a lot of work. Yeah, he's got, he's got the standard, you know how you pass out a flyer and, and, and the, you're like, hey, come to my, come to my party. And you pass out a flyer, just randomly pass out a flyer. People post it on the car and the windshield wipers. He's got the same conversion rate as that because when he code emails, he's passing out flyers. His advantage is he's not putting the flyers on the car door on the windshield wiper. No, he's walking into your living room. Hey, Phil, I don't know you can see me here. Uh, let me get some water out your refrigerator real quick. By the way, thank you for the water. Here's a flyer. Like he's in your house. His email is pretty personal. Oh, Antonio, I'll tell you, um, I have the <laughs> deadly piece of content that I don't, I don't even put it online on my website in case it gets plagiarized. It's literally a 3,000 word piece on paint drying on a wall. And it is so interesting that you cannot stop reading it. And that's my thing. I send it to the, like the proper corporate snobs. I send it to them and I'm like, look, I can pen a piece. I can make paint drying on a wall interesting. I can definitely make your story interesting. And I send that as an attachment to the email and that has incredible success rate, but I never send it out until I'm in a dialogue. Initially, it's literally just like a flyer. It's a thousand cold emails. But once somebody's in a conversation with me, now I know that I can even trust them enough to even send them the good content. And then that's that's like, a, it's had a 100% close rate. I literally have never... Yeah. Um, it's also uh, to some extent co uh, qualifying because I don't send it to everyone. I send it to a person I'm sure 70% is about uh, like I'm about to close them and then I send it, but it has a 100% close rate. I just wanted to uh, let you know uh, because it's it's funny that the whole piece is 3,000 words. It's describing paint drying on a wall, but it's just punchline after punchline, twist after twist. It just keeps you engaged. Ibrahim. Yes. Now, not for us. Okay, I, I don't want you to do this for us, but if you've got a 100% close rate, you need to raise your fees. Don't raise them on us now. Let's keep the bill for us. <laughs> <laughs> but if you got a 100% close rate, you got to raise your fees. Yeah, I'm working on it. I actually did raise it for <laughs> Uh, for some new clients. Keep it just, low for uh, us. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have low rates for old clients. And by that, I don't mean the clients I had early on. I mean, literally old people clients. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. You got to raise the fees for sure. That's a good point. But he, I know he's doing it for sure. Think about this. Everything Ibrahim has said is, conversation and i don't want you to i don't want you to uh, minimize this word let me rephrase what i said earlier now that you understand it and watch how easier it is for you to find an audience for your product instead of saying where do i go online to find customers for my product you're going to say where 
do I go online to have one-on-one conversations with potential customers? Where online, let me, let me fix that, Grace. Watch your eyes, I said. Where online can I go and have one-on-one conversations with people I have something in common with? I like that, even though I ended the sentence with a preposition. Or Antonio, another one. Where can I go online to have conversations with people who might want to buy from me six months from now? Because you will never find a group which is just full of people who want to buy right now. But what you will find is people who have needs. And six months is a long time to win people's trust, to show them value. But when you shorten your timeline, dude, if somebody's trying to sell you something even 30 minutes from now and they're pressuring you, even someone who's as easy of a buyer as you, as ready of a buyer as you will get skeptical. So the more breathing room you can afford, uh, the more trusting people become of you. So it's it's always a good idea. Even a lot of people on this call might be like, ah, one day I'll start doing that. Uh, start now. And then once you're ready to make a business out of it, they will become your customers. You got to start early. I think it takes three to six months on social media for people to really trust you unless you have like as much content as Antonio has out there. And as far as I know, not a lot of people on this call have that much content out there. So like Antonio right now has so much content that in a few weeks, somebody can know Antonio more than they could know you in six months because they can watch six months worth of his content. But as long, because you don't have that, give your closes six months of conversation. Now that doesn't mean that you procrastinate on your immediate sales if that's your job, but what it means is start also working for sales that you don't need right now. Hundred percent facts. Let's build a pipeline. That's up. what he's telling you to do. That's what I was build, just going to say. Build, I was saying build that. Build a pipeline. Yeah. Now there isn't an build exception to the rule, and I use my bank stock example. All sales close on an impending event. Either you have an impending event, or the client has a pending event. With the bank stock, we only had so many shares, so the impending event is we've only got this many. So you need to make a decision now. I would start off saying I'd give them seven days to think about it because I want them to reserve their shares and then think of it. So I gave them time to think, but I had to ask them to make a decision then. So can you in your in your business, can you have an impending event? And, and you got to be intentional about creating those. This, so I want to back up to what Phil just said, but I want to back up to something Abraham said right before he ended. He he's, he said he mentioned shortening the time, and then he also mentioned Grace. I got so much content out there that it could take six weeks. Somebody who know me six weeks more than it take them six months, and I thought that really powerful because I don't know these people. So what I was doing, he was talking. I was like, yeah, let me let me pull up some stats real quick. I don't know these people, but these people know me. So how do you get? a bunch of people who don't know you to know you and then have a conversation with them and you haven't had a conversation with them, but you had a conversation with them. 
and it's every single thing that Ibrahim just said. But I can simplify this to you, which has been very simple. But let's go back to Adonia. Act like I'm talking to Adonia. Adonia, everything you do well in the office, every way you put out a fire in the office, do that online. Don't make online some new creature. Here's the deal, Jerome. We didn't change. I was saying this yesterday about religion or something. Every single element of society has been infiltrated and tainted. And it doesn't make no sense that you think that your religion has been spared. It doesn't make any sense. The same people that use the internet are the same people in your office. We didn't, like, when I got on social media, I didn't like morph into a social media person. No, I'm still me. I, I'm still me, like I didn't change. So if, if, if Adonia is a master in office, she's a master online. We just got this little thing in our heads that says it's harder online. No, you just take what you do and you transfer it to something a bit more appropriate. Well, let me give you some examples. You have a one-on-one conversation. That means you need to focus on Facebook groups. Okay, go ahead, Phil. Well, I was gonna suggest for Antonio, as she's transitioning to where she wants to go, she can start practicing where she is now. So with yeah. some of the people say that she's working with, she can say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to try something new and I wanna help you as much as I can, but how comfortable would you be if we do this online as opposed to one-on-one -on -one me coming and talking to you? Just yep. try to kind of do it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then but she'll get better and they'll get better, better, better and they'll get better. You guys gave me so many ideas. I feel like crying right now. I have so, I have so many ideas right now. I, I just, and, and Phil, I'm going to ask you for your conversation definition because that one stirred me. I thank you. I'm, yeah. Oh, you're, oh, y'all going to see me on social media. Good. Lord Jesus. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. That was good. That really was good. I'm going to give Adonia another idea. Adonia can genuinely start a master class about creating content at a demanding job. She'll be the only person that has it. She's already an expert. And that one program would stop her from being at that job. No, we'd have, her, we'd have her transition out of that job. We don't want to stop her. We don't want that, they're, they're going to be her first client. Yeah. Absolutely. You show right. You show right. Well, transition. Transition right out that job. You know, remember, what is it? Invention. Necessity of mothers. Invention is a necessity of I don't know. What I'm trying to say is when you're in pain is when you start inventing stuff. <laughs> you know, there's something like necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, there it is. Necessity is the mother of invention. I think that's how I think that's how the code goes. Whatever. Point is, nobody created the cotton gin until it was needed. And it wasn't the person that got credit for the cotton gin, by the way, but I'll just leave that alone. Just leave that alone. But it, it, think about it. We didn't create Antonio. the press until we needed it. Yes, sir. 
Adonia is officially an HR person, right? Yep. So there are so many subpar masterclasses, just average stuff on how to attract the right talent, how to manage difficulties within HR and all. So that space is dominated by mediocrity. I think there is so much room for excellence over there. So she can be a proud HR person. She doesn't have to build something entirely different and lead two lives. She could just be a content creator who explains how to flourish as an HR person, how to become indispensable as an HR person. That's what I did with mine. And it could be a man with a hammer syndrome where I'm explaining my solution, which might not apply to her. But what I did was I was stuck in this marketing space. I had ascended to marketing director position. But what I really enjoyed was writing the marketing copy. But I didn't immediately become a copywriter from there. What I did was I first did a business growth crash course. So it was just my marketing knowledge but put in a video form. So that was elevating the Ibrahim brand. Otherwise I was at Hesa Falasi or Crystal Group and all of these different companies and I was elevating them. There was nothing Ibrahim. They could kick me out. I had nothing. But I was using the fact that I was a marketing director to build my own brand. That was also around marketing. And then I transitioned it into business writing. And then I wrote a funny self-help book. And then I transitioned into pure humor writing. It was just step by step by step. I, but before that, for three years, I was like, okay, I will build this coaching brand, which is going to be completely different. And then this is what I'm doing. And because these two things were different, I just couldn't take a step one on the other side. I was so stuck in my identity here. So if she can become this master of people management, so if she builds this whole persona around being great with people, being able to manage people, being able to manage tasks that involve people, all of which she does as, H, as an HR person. And she's very open about the fact that she has an HR job. Like she refers to it. She's like, and by the way, this is what I also do at my work. So it's like she's not hiding anything. She's not building, like putting herself as a billionaire on YouTube while having a job in wherever she has a job. So now she has to hide the fact that she has this YouTube video that her coworkers might see and be like, wait, that's not Adonia that we know. No, you'll be transparent. You're like, hey, I kick ass at managing people. And then that's your whole brand. You write articles about how to deal with all these problems that people have in uh, um, the office. Then you can write so many articles about culture. You can do so many videos about all the stresses of work. All of that falls under HR, all employee well-being things and your, your, your entire. And then that can branch out into just a corporate speaking career. You just go and you explain how teams can have more fulfilling lives at work. It could branch out into anything else because the fundamental thing that you're saying is I'm good at solving problems that involve people. And that thing can just mean anything eventually, whenever you're ready. But as of now, you can do that as an HR person. You can confidently build a brand around solving problems that involve people because that's what HR people do. You know what? Well, here's what's really good and why I really feel like I, I got this now thanks to the conversation that we're having. 
here's the big thing that you said that I think I'm going to brand. People don't want to be freaking managed. You don't, because managing somebody acts like you, you're literally bossing them around. Uh-huh. I don't want you to yeah. boss them around. I want you to support me. I want you to understand what my dreams are. I want you to be able to help me grow. And even if growth means leaving the company, that's what people need and want. People got drama at home. I want you to help me figure out resources to solve my problem. That's the kind of HR management I want to do. People don't want to be managed. It sounds it sounds um, dictatorial and it sounds um, um, almost like you, you, you're manhandling me. That's If somebody talked to me that way, I would like, I'm not listening to you. I want to be different in that manner. I don't want to manage people. I want to support whatever is necessary, not only to help them get their work done for the reason why they're hired, but help them with their life. Just the journey of life can be difficult for people. That's why I want to change the narrative of what HR is. Because people think HR, you, you hire people, you fire people, you screw up their checks. That, you know, that's our reputation, right? I'm not that person. Yeah, That's about right, though. Antonio, uh, Antonio? Yes, sir. You know, you, you know, there's, there's the poor style of leadership. There's a non-leader, there's the policeman, there's the super leader, and there's their coach. So you're an encourager. How about this? Antonio, your HR aunt. You're like an oh, HR yeah. aunt. Like you go to your aunt. Oh, yeah. You say things to your aunt. You talk to your aunt about things because you know she's there. She cares about you and she's going to listen to you mm-hmm. and then she's going to. So, and. Be the, our HR aunt, Aunt Adonia. Yep. Yep, that works. That works. He is like that. that, that I, she is that bougie. She that bougie. I have a beautiful picture, Adonia. Adonia. Listening. Management free leadership. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> Okay. I'm upset with that. That's like nice. That's nice. You know what? Because all of a sudden it makes me think, well, what does that mean? And that would be the perfect thing I want people to think. Well, what does that mean? And maybe they'll listen to the, I like that. Yeah. And you don't have to do your whole business around it. You can just do one webinar around it that brings you exactly. 10 customers a week. Exactly. I like that. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. And then you filter them something else. Adalia, where is your job relative to this map? Not that I can see that. Um, I, I, what's easiest for me to tell you that might help you find it is I okay. am smack dab what they call the East Bay. East Bay is I okay. can do t- 20 minutes. I'm in Oakland. I could do 20 minutes and I'm crossing over a bridge where I'm going towards Sacramento. And Napa, those areas. So I'm, it's, it's a real, it's, I'm in the Bay Area, but I'm right on the edge of being where I actually live. Because yeah. I, I can afford to live where I'm living because the Bay Area would cost me a couple paychecks and then, uh, you know, some donations from other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I completely understand. Yeah, no, I got you. Let me, I had that one, I had that one pulled up too. I'm going to show everybody else. Like I can give you cities, Concord. I can give you Walnut Creek, and that's that's when you start getting real expensive. I can, uh, again, Oakland. Um, um, yeah, here go Concord right here. Here go Concord yeah. right here. Yeah, okay, you see it? Yep. Yeah, and then go Oakland. Okay, good. And your job is somewhere in the East Bay. It's literally in the city of Concord. I'm right on the edge of Concord and okay. Walnut Creek. Okay. All right then. And when people typically just say Bay Area, when they because that's the whole that's the whole thing. 
but typically when people say that, what do they mean in slang language? Common you have, you have, and I don't know my north, east, south, and west, so I'm being careful. I think you have the east and east and west, east and west, I believe. And so when you say Bay Area, you have, I'll, I'll do highways, Highway 80, which is very big okay. for us, and then Highway 68. 80, I think, is on the west, maybe. Right. 80 is where yep. you're going to be driving through. And I mean, and they just cross each other. They literally cross each other. Um, where, let's see, let me think, Richmond. So Richmond, California is on the yep. west. So that's the 80 side. 680 is the um, Antioch, Pittsburgh. Um, um, and they're just Fairfield. like, literally, they're just on one side or the other. And you'll get, you, you cross them at a, let's see, horizontal, vertical, at a vertical, vertical. <laughs> you know, right. they go, go yeah. up. And, and then you get to each other, you connect to another freeway, which is Highway 4. But they're all, I mean, it's just a big square, really. Um, you're on yeah, one and, side. And that's all you're talking about. Everything you just described was Silicon Valley, right? All that perpendicular uh, it's stuff not you're quite. Talking about. Sil Silicon Valley is a, as soon as you get Oakland and you go towards San Francisco. Oh, no, Silicon Valley is down here by South. And I'm right. close yeah, to Silicon yeah. Valley, too, because where I live is by Napa. Napa be begins moving you towards Silicon Valley, which are the cities of San Rafael. Now you talk about a whole gotcha. bunch of money. Sausalito. Um, you, you know, you talk about million dollar homes that look like my home. I mean, sorry, my, my home is almost, you know, half a million dollars and it looks like a, 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 a cabin compared to when you cross over there because you think, why would I pay a million dollars for you know, it's a simple home like uh, I have. Yeah. You cross that bridge, mm -hmm. you're going to pay a whole bunch of money. Does that help yeah, a little that's, bit? That's kind of the point. Oh, no, it does help because I, I was trying to give you a webinar. And you can teach. I remember, and this came from a personal need of mine. This isn't a good idea. This was coming from a personal need of mine. I remember being in Texas, because I still am. And I remember doing tech, and I still do. And I remember saying, I'm going to do what these Silicon Valley companies do in Texas. Now, I had no idea that there would be a great migration to Silicon Valley coming to Texas. This was I had no idea that was going to happen. But I remember getting all sorts of PDFs, doing all sorts of Google, buying all sorts of books, trying to take the HR techniques and the Silicon Valley culture and bringing it to Red State, Texas, which is saying a lot. It's, it's, it's saying a whole lot. It's saying a whole lot. And I know a bunch of people like me that would love Silicon Valley HR techniques for small business. Because Silicon See, Valley now, works. But now you get, you push a little bit past San Francisco, then you get into San Jose. San Jose is the true Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're, you're right. So then, I just looked at the map, so maybe you change it to Bay Area, because we don't know the difference. Bay Area or San Francisco, and that's where all the startups are, right? Bay Area, something to where you're bringing what works in California to Wyoming. Remember that. I, I need you, remember, what I'm trying to express to you when we get ready to wrap up is I'm trying to escape. All of us are trying to escape. It's called escapism. we got a whole term for this. Escapism means take me from where I'm from, where I am, to where I want to go. 
And the truth is, we only spend money with people we are convinced who can help us escape. Pure psychological. Adonian says, I'm his. I got all this money in no time. That's it. That's it done. I got money in no time. How much money you got? She can say, I ah, just a little bit. And she got 15 digits in her checking account. And it's just a little bit, though, you know, 15 digits. Are you telling her banking business like that? <laughs> well, I, he just I, has always, we, we, I'm not paying no attention to him. He's, he has an imagination. <laughs> IRS will strike that from the record. Okay, Yana, okay, Yana says strike that from the record. Take that. I, if I can just get the Adonius to understand, don't what Ibrahim said, what Phil said, what I have been saying, you don't have to build a business around these good ideas. Just make it a webinar that then becomes a conversation that you move to email or messenger or cell phone. This has been my only point in this talk. It really has. What we want to do is we want to we want to big shot people. We want to be like, yeah, that's right. Sign up on my webinar. Let me tell you something. When y'all do a webinar, a live video, I want you to have, I want you to be a contradiction. I want you to think everybody will be saved. You are, a, you are an evangelist. And I'm just using these words as the definition of these words. Okay. So, that's it. so if you're like, actually, if you're Jewish, you, evangelist fits right into your your thing, but we're not talking about how we've hijacked the word evangelist. We're just talking about the definition of these words. Listen, evangelist, this is someone who spreads the good news about something that is to come. And all of your businesses are here to save the world and whatever you're trying to do. And you need to be spreading the good news about your business. You're an evangelist. And all of you need to take your evangelical TV Joel Osteen service and say, oh, come on and inbox me too, instead of just saying, if I'm not on TV, don't talk to me. <laughs> that's what you, that's what we've been doing. What we've been doing. If I'm not on TV, don't talk to me. I'll comment on your comment three days later. You peasant. That's basically what we're doing. Conversations create clients, but that's not just what I'm stressing. I want you to identify where this conversation is happening. And it goes back to what Phil said. I've got clients just from sitting on the plane. Yeah, because my thigh is touching your thigh. We go together right now for the rest of this flight. <laughs> Our thighs are touching, so we're going we gonna to be friendly or we're going to feel awkward. But this is happening. By the way. Go ahead. I, I didn't mention who the client was. Uh-uh. IBM. Oh, that, well, that's, that's, well, you can't call them a client. You got to say, I, I got a mega client. You got to, we need an adjective in front of that, that client, that noun. We need a, an adjective in front of that noun. Yeah, absolutely. Some hyperbole going on. That's what we need in front of that. In conclusion, I just, Let me, let, me, let me do a conclusion and a wrap-up and additional information all at the same time. 
Antonio goes to Facebook and he says, oh my God, there's so many people here. And then I want you to do, if you're, if you're like Hebrew or maybe Christian, you would understand this. I want you to take the Jethro approach. Grace, tell him about Jethro. Moses' father-in-law. Thank you. Because I was like, wait a minute. I know, I know that name. <laughs> uh, Moses' father-in-law. He said, Moses, me. you're working too hard. No, you can, I got you. I'm going to walk you through it. You know it. You're working too <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant the hillbilly. No, no, not the hillbilly. But great show, though. Moses, you're working too hard. You one man trying to serve all these people. You say, get your spirit and put it in some of the men. Oh, Lord. And then take that spirit and... Go ahead and separate yourself. All right. I say, I ain't Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, one of those, it's called the Jethro approach. Okay. Don't worry about it, Grace. Thank you. Sorry. You know, she knows the whole Bible except for that one. No, no, you get the Jethro approach. Moses was stressing. Oh my God, this is too much. The guy was like, look, uh, go go get that boy. It's his father in law. His father in law was like, look, you working too hard. I need you to put your spirit and fix the men. Let that happen. I don't mean to religionize this, and that's that's the Jewish thing, though. But I do want you to understand when oh, you get to that, Facebook. Is that where the deacons came from? Okay, it's the same concept. Deacons okay. came from Acts chapter six. Oh, yes, okay, okay. Same concept. Y'all working too hard. But no, you actually it was it was more of y'all leaving out the Greek speaking women. Go ahead and divide your spirit amongst you know so you can serve the underserved. That's what deacons came from. That that original Greek word kind of means server. Uh, you can hear it say table service right now, but not to make this a religious lesson. But I do want to tell you that if you take the religion out of this, folk who couldn't read, they couldn't read. They didn't have no running water. They didn't have no light. They were backwoods folk who lived outside. That's the truth. And it is. They had no toothbrushes. That ain't getting invented until like 1800. And no toothbrushes, no nothing. The breath stank. It was barefoot. Yeah, y'all give, y'all give, y'all religious text, I mean, people in religious text way too much, you know, Sunday morning cartoon energy. Either. No, no, these folk were poor. <laughs> they were poor. They, they blew dirt off their food. And didn't ate it. And they had no, you know, they they had all that stuff. I'm trying. See, I'm painting this picture for you because I'm trying to tell you, you smarter than them. You got more than them. But they knew how to divide two billion people into something that's manageable. The concept, the concept is strong. You can't. You get on social media, you go, man, it's too many people here. Anybody paying attention to my post? Because you ain't just wrote it. You ain't broke it down. One of the things I want to change next year, probably I wanted to do it this year, but I just anyway, I just why I closed down the group is I need moderators for a few of the groups now. Jethro approach. I need moderators to kick start conversations. Only reason I didn't push it because I was expecting vibing to be out. I was gonna, I was just gonna do it on my own social media. That's the only reason I didn't push it. I was going to do it on social media. But that, that, that idea of having two or three people 
keeping the conversations going. Two or three people keeping the a group going. What happens, Adonis, is people wind up logging on and that group is your favorite group. I remember being in Les Brown Institute, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Les Brown, I'm pretty sure it's LBI. Yeah, Les Brown Institute. I remember. And I remember logging on just to see what was going on in that group. Like I was excited about it because it was so much conversation going on about, you know, so many different things, so many people you get to know and all that stuff. And what that is, is that striking conversations. I can't talk to 2 billion people. Jerome, 27 of them, yeah, I can. And you take the Ibrahim approach. 27, yeah, I'm going to get three folks on me. Yeah, that's what you do. Go ahead, Phil. Antonio, I was 24, 25 years old. I looked like I was 16. I'm at a banker's convention. And I asked this question. Afterwards, all these old bank presidents came up to me afterwards and said, man, that is a great question. I'm glad you asked it. I was going to ask it, but I didn't want to. I mean, I can't tell you. And I said to myself, note to self, always ask a good question. If you notice, I ask pretty good questions. When you think in our experience these last five years, Oh, so yeah, the best yeah. Oh, yeah. skill, the best skill you can develop is the skill of asking good questions. Because it keeps the conversation going. And if you answered one of my questions, you have given me the right to ask another one. And that's a conversation. And you also look much, much smarter asking questions and then remembering the answer. Because now you look like a listener. And listeners are already smarter than talkers. This is what it is. Now, conclusion. So we take Io. And she goes, Man, I don't know what to do with my business. You don't have to. You don't even know what to do. Ask, switch the question. Who can I have a conversation with privately? Who I want to do that with? You say, well, I want to do it with Melissa. I mean, she's cute. I like it. I want, I want white women with blue eyes. All right. So you go. You start a white women with blue eyes Facebook group. I bet you if I started right now. I bet you if I started right now. Some, Grace, go to Facebook. Type in white women blue eyes and see if somebody had already put a group there. If it's there, then y'all have no choice but to execute on everything we said today. You have no choice. If that group is there, <laughs> you have no choice but to go there because there's a group on Facebook for everything, y'all. I'm telling you. <laughs> Show your screen while you're doing it, I got to see if it's there. And look, here's the crazy thing. If it's not there, then there may be an opportunity for you to run it. It just may be. If you have a group, the women of blue and white family, okay, that's a, uh, hit see all on groups, Grace. Hit see all on groups. Blue eyes women. That's close enough because and ain't too many black women with blue eyes. <laughs> so I win. <laughs> it's there. That's 
41 women in that group. And if you have a product that you have the statistics that white women with blue eyes buy from you, there's your group. I know what that product is. I have no idea what white women with blue eyes buy specifically. I have no idea. But I know somebody in here does. Maybe you have a facial cream that just works for white skin. That's not wrong because they literally make facial creams for black people because there's too much oil and well, not too much, but we got we got different issues. We got oil and pigment. And you can't put everything on, you know, melanated face. And there's the different, you know, chemicals and, and, and science behind it. The mere fact that there is a group, share it one more time, Grace, just to, you have no choice now. Jerome, off the top, I just looked at Melissa. She's white with blue eyes. She's not even white. She's like Slovenian, Native American, 15 other things. You know, she's got like a whole thing going on. But look at this. There's a man named Muhammad Rafiq posting in Blue Eyes Women Group. No, 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 no. Go back, Grace. Go back. Right there. There's a man, and he's a moderator, for God's sake. Y'all not paying attention. There's a, the group is called Blue Eyes Woman. There is a man with an Eastern name. Kuwait, who's an admin or a moderator of the group. So don't tell me you can't find where you can have your own conversation. Throw down, let me see this, let me see this, this, this pretty lady right here that was laughing or something. There you go. She ain't even got blue eyes. Come on, man. Get this. They, they didn't share somebody that know you have blue eyes. <laughs> I'll just brown this mind. I just want you to know, I just joined the group. I'm about to sleep with 241 people, and I'm about to be a part of that group because I am a blue-eyed woman. So we're going to find okay, out what's then. going on. They might be my first there 241. There you go. Right there. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to search people with three nipples. <laughs> it's there. There's a whole community. There's a bunch of people, and those people would have certain medications, certain this, certain this, whatever that may be, as long as you know about it. And that's that's been my point, my man, traffic for blue eyes. <laughs> my, my, my entire point here is change your question, Donnie. Not let me sell my company. If Melissa ever write a book called Blue Eyes Woman, she know that group is what she should start making friends. All right, I want to offer y'all it's free. There's other cost of money. Who wants to? I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna offer. Io, you, you, you still there? I'm going to pick you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick. Voluntolin. I got something for you. I'm going to, because I'm coaching you, so it's already working. I'm getting ready to start. Okay, there you go. 
What's that? What's that? What's hey? How's it going? Are you breathing uh, today? Yes. Okay. She's been so nice to me, y'all. She's been checking on me every day for the whole week. She's been so nice to me. You need to learn how to post and all that stuff and do all that stuff, right? Um, I know how to post. <laughs> you know how to post? Yeah. What about what about advanced posting for customers? No. Okay, cool. So then that's okay. All right, you can meet your mic. So I'm volunteering Adonia. Congratulations, Adonia. Adonia, Sandra, Grace, Antoine. There you go. I don't even know if they do this. I need to, it's got to this point now that I am the book of United Citizens of Solaria. This, this is it. Give me, give me three minutes, Grace. United Citizens of Solaria is coming along just fine. It is just, and now we've gotten some traction now. Okay, we got some traction. And now that I've edited the book, it's re, it's, it's, it's legible, ain't it, Melissa? Like, oh my God. I, I had my head skipping. Uh, I'll before. let you know on Monday. <laughs> Okay, you gave me the Monday. You sent it too late <laughs> for me to read it last night. Nah, I understand. That's that's kind of that. that I sent it when I finished it. <laughs> that's what I did. We I have to start up. a. No doubt, Jenna, go to Nicholas Sansbury Smith for me. He's one of my favorite authors. James Patterson, Nicholas Sansbury. I read for fun. I read thriller suspense novels or post, uh, post-apocalyptic thriller suspense. That's what I read for fun. Am I going to a Google search, a Facebook search, or your Audible? Please just show the Facebook group that you, you invited me to. Or just any any one of my favorite authors' Facebook group. Adonia, Sandra, Or, or if you are, it's definitely done. You don't have a choice. If you are attempting to create an app, make some sort of money online in a serious way, this is. It's going to say so, Diana. You're we're about to start right after this phone call. The official Antonio T. Smith Jr. fan club. Okay, I'm about to start that. Some of y'all want to get invited. It's about the book. Okay, it's about the book. We might have add book in there. Yeah, we might have add book in there. But you see it. This is all. This guy's New York Times bestseller. But this is all. This is a private group, the three thousand members, and they feel they go hard in this group. I mean, it's and they 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 don't just they get to know each other. Feel they don't you know it's 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 really a community. You just look. You just look at the page, and, they, and there's no spam. But they, they little bit. When you, when you got your favorite author, you and your favorite author group, and you posting the photo of your child, your favorite author has probably become part of your life. Oh yeah, see that extinction survivor series, incredible. All right, stop that, young. Sorry, I got lost. And when I'm getting ready. <laughs> No doubt. And what I'm getting ready to do is I'm about to use some techniques that you haven't really seen before. So if you want to learn, then y'all will get invited. But if you want to learn, come on over 
because that's going to be my first real Facebook group. Because we're about to kill that. We're about to put all the, it makes sense though, Phil. I'm about to put everybody who likes my books in one place. And that's answering your question, Adonis. Two billion people. So I got 2.5 million people that you talk to every month. I'm about to put all them people, there's probably like 3,000 of them, it tops in that one spot. Why? Last words. Because while I'm pursuing this New York Times bestselling author journey, I need to have what you call a reader base. I know I got one. I don't talk to them. I wrote business books. I said, here, y'all get it. Take this. Y'all text me. Yeah. But now I need to have that reader base to do what I need to do next. Reader base. Listen to it. A base of people who specifically want to grow with me, know me through the written word. That's damn near all y'all programs. Everybody here, that's your product. <laughs> Everybody here, that's your product. So if you want to see what I'm doing, then come along. I don't even have a choice. She's the only one don't have a choice. The rest of y'all don't have a choice. I don't even have a choice because it's part of her transitioning to her next place. Thank y'all so much for being here. Oh, we will see you. Oh, yes. Be- before we go, can I make an announcement, sir? I'm done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you who love Dr. Sugar, and if you really, if you uh, try one of her products, uh, I mean, yeah, if you've had one of her products and you liked it, if you don't mind, hold on, grab a QR reader, <laughs> grab a QR reader real quick, <laughs> scan that QR code and give her a five star yeah. rating, please. And then comment, make a, make a review. And if you could add the word seasoning in there, if you can, you know, uh, and her name, uh, her uh, name of her business is Sugar Spices. So you know, if you if you could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. Best compliment you we would, sure would. Can you can you send that's it to me? Because I'm driving. I would yes, love ma'am. to do it, but I, I'm driving. Oh yes, ma'am. I'm gonna send it Thank to you. you. And Grace, can you give me a copy of that image, please? Yes, ma'am. I can. Thank you. Me too, please. I can't. I can't talk, but yeah, please. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and yes, I'm in oh, it. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Okay, good. I got You're you. welcome. These are, I'm already done, Grace. These are okay. the best spices in the world, Craig. <laughs> Put the word season in there too. You know, I've been I've been trying to learn of this whole cost per click thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spices and seasonings in the world. Got it right here. And I'm hitting post. Bam. All right. That's me and Grace Company, son. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> we go get sugar uh, yeah. on your dad. I know. Put this down. I know. Put that down. Yeah, Grace, you all right? <laughs> Thank I, hope you, you, I, I hope. I hope you don't ever get toe jam in your life. Thank you so I much. Hope your feet have no Great. scent for the rest of your life. No <laughs> scent whatsoever. May your feet never sweat in your heels. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, that would be a, that would be great. Thanks, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can't play better. You can't dominate. Thank y'all all so much. We will see y'all next week. We're gonna still be doing this, but just in more, you know, keep going higher and higher. Love you, everybody. Funerals tomorrow. Thank y'all for your support. Love you. Love you more. Love you more. Love you more. All right, everybody. Thank you. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently, so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.